Welcome back to the Iowa Hawkeyes Sports Fan Podcast. Jimmy Hawk here, and have a lot of basketball to talk about today. Fran McCaffrey's team got a huge win in College Park, Maryland, so I want to talk about that. First, I want to mention, uh, go to the Fight for Iowa podcast if you get a chance. Listen to Tom Brands. Uh, he's He has an interview with it that just got posted on there. It's really good to listen to, and a little bit of a Kirk Ferentz wrap up to the season as well just a short short podcast there with Gary Dolphin and then want to just mention again outstanding true freshman Caitlin Clark for Lisa Bluter's Hawkeyes basketball team we knew she was going to be a great player she's a, a home state kid from Dowling Catholic so many accolades I think she was three-time all-state Gatorade player of the year uh, team USA but what she's doing this early in her career has really just been amazing. And her statistics are out of this world. It's She's averaging over 27 points a game, shooting 47% from the field, over 38% from three, hitting almost 86% of her free throws, seven rebounds, six assists per game. So she is just a, an outstanding player and... Uh, I guess we're going to get to see more of her. There's a, I saw something where five upcoming Iowa women's basketball games are going to be played on the Big Ten Network. So tune in and, and watch one of the Hawkeye greats in Caitlin Clark. Speaking of Hawkeye greats, Luke Garza and Fran McCaffrey's Iowa Hawkeyes team got a huge win at Maryland where they went on the road and dismantled the Terrapins 89-67. 22-point road win in the Big Ten this year. That's pretty significant and, and was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect. You really don't. When you go on the road, the arenas aren't full anymore, so that helps, but still the, the players are out of their comfort zone, and you never know what's going to happen. But Iowa led by 18 at halftime outscored Maryland the rest of the way and, and and it was just I mean I just enjoyed the heck out of this game except for maybe this the start of the game where you know the defense seemed to be lacking um, offense wasn't really in sync and Maryland took a 10-point lead over the Hawkeyes Fran called a timeout with less than two minutes into the game uh, less than two minutes in and then another timeout less than six minutes into the game so he was obviously not happy what he was seeing, and the Hawkeyes were down 17-7. to seven. Uh, Luckily, Luca, you know, not luckily, he's, there's no luck with Luca. He's just a great player, but he did a three. He did a two-pointer, and, and he had five of Iowa's seven first points. So Then we started to see the backups come into the game. Keegan Murray, Joe Toussaint, Jack Nungy, Patrick McCaffrey, and... Those guys really seemed to have some fire on the defensive side of the ball, and and they were they were executing on offense too. And the comeback started, and Iowa went on a twenty-two to two run, and then never looked back in this one. So, really, uh, I mean, this is what we wanted to see this Hawkeye team do. Offensively, Luca Garza had twenty-four points. He was 9 of 14 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, hit all four of his free throws. So a great game from him. He had seven rebounds, four assists, and 
you know, those assists are a big part of his game, being able to kick it out to the guys to hit threes. So it was good to see that part of it as well in this game. Jordan Bohannon had another one of those games where it's like you can tell Jordan Bohannon is back, and he was slumping. He'll admit that early on, and of course he was. He missed a lot of last season. He, he had two hip surgeries, and he's been trying to get back into the feel of the game, and I think he's there. He, he was 6 of 9 from 3 with 18 points, uh, and he always does the other things too. He had four rebounds, two assists. Another hero of the game, not scoring. He did hit two threes. He was two of four from three, but Connor McCaffrey, six points, but 10 assists in this game. And last year, if you look at a assist to turnover ratio, Connor McCaffrey led the NCAA. This year, last time I checked, before this game, he was 11th in the country in assist to turnover ratio. Last night, he went... 10 assists, zero turnovers. So I'm guessing that Connor McCaffrey is going to be back in the top 10 and working his way up that list of, of top players in the NCAA in turnover ratio. Keegan Murray uh, had another fantastic game, 21 minutes, which I think he had 21 minutes in the last game. Six of nine shooting, you know, five rebounds. He had a steal, two blocks, 12 points. He has just been, he's an energizer bunny out there. A lot of people think that, that he's a, a Nicholas Bear type player. And, and I can do, I can see that. I can see that, uh, that comparison and love Nicholas Bear when he was a Hawkeye. But I do think that obviously as a true freshman, uh, Keegan Murray has, has a higher ceiling. And we got to see his brother, Chris, Get in there and, and make a nice play as well. So, man, the future is bright for the Hawkeyes. Patrick McCaffrey had 10 points, 4 of 6 shooting. He was 2 of 2 from 3, and that was good to see him, him get that 3-point shot going. And Jack Nungy hit a 3. Um, had a little bit better game as well, getting that offense going a little bit. So, and, and he continues to rebound and do other things out there. A little bit surprised, you know, when you look at the game and C.J. Frederick and Joe Wieskamp, you know, they didn't play as much in this game. Uh, I just think that they probably weren't really feeling it there. And, and Fran played some other guys, and there's not that much of a drop-off. Such a luxury for Fran with this, this awesome second team that he has. And Frederick played 18 minutes, Wieskamp 17 minutes. It was good to see... Uh, Joe Wieskamp, Wheezy, hit a couple, a uh, few shots in the second half. He had that one awesome dunk and and got to the rim a couple other times. And I expect those guys to be back in the next game, just ripping threes and and scoring a ton of points. So it's just great to have a team where there's so many different guys that can do it if someone's having an off night. Iowa was almost forty, almost fifty four percent from the floor in this game, fifty three point seven, and. 13 of 26 from three, 50%. I'll take that any game. And that's what we thought this team was capable of this year. And really starting starting to see J-Bo heat up is, you know, as I said, that's just such great news for this Hawkeyes team. Maryland shot 43% from the field, 
34% from three. So, you know, give Iowa some credit on the defensive end in this game. They held Maryland to 67 points overall. The Hawkeyes won the rebounding battle by five and also had five fewer turnovers than Maryland. Maryland had 16 and the Hawkeyes 11. So what's up next for Iowa? It's back home to play Minnesota in Carver-Hawkeye Arena. And since Minnesota beat Iowa in what I kind of thought was a fluke win where Iowa was up by seven with 37, se 37 seconds left, you know, Iowa could have closed out better for sure in that game, but Minnesota has been going on a tear. They crushed Michigan State. They did lose to a top 10 Wisconsin team um, on the road, but they, after that, they blew out Ohio State and then blew out 10th ranked Michigan in Ann Arbor, 82 to 57. So I really thought Iowa should have won by 15 last time they played Minnesota, but shots just weren't falling and they gave it away at the end. So I can tell you these Hawkeye basketball players remember the feeling that day when they got that loss in Minnesota and they want this one badly. So I'm going to take the Hawkeyes by 15 or more with a runaway win in Iowa City against the Golden Gophers. And holy cow, Marcus Carr. Um, really need to be focused on him defensively for the Hawkeyes. The great Minnesota guard. He's their leading scorer and assist man. He can do some damage on the offensive end with 30 points uh, in at least three games. He had 30 points when he, when he played the Hawkeyes. So... Uh, he's also their, their top assist guy, so he, he kind of is the guy that gets that offense going. And then Brandon Johnson, he was 8 of 9 from 3 against the Hawkeyes. And I just hate to even say this, but he's 11 of 28 on the season. So when playing Iowa, he's 8 of 9 from 3. When he's not playing Iowa, he's 3 of 17 from 3-point range. <laughs> it's just, that's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable stat. And he looks good on the season. You look him up say, oh, he's a 39% shooter from three. But that's, he's only that good because of the game against Iowa. And he's averaging under eight points per game for the season. So, wow, that's just a, a crazy st statistic there. And I'm also really looking forward to the uh, Liam Robbins rematch with Luca Garza. Luca didn't really have his best game up in the barn, and um, he's going to be really motivated on Sunday, and I'll take Luca Garza in that matchup. So going to be a fun thing to watch. That that Liam Robbins is over seven feet tall. He's a and he and he's a good player, averaging over thirteen points a game. So I mentioned, you know, last time that this is kind of a stretch here where Iowa can get some separation from the pack. Beat Maryland was step one, and the Hawkeyes got that done. Next is beat Minnesota, and then Michigan State. Both of those are at home. Take another road game at Northwestern, and the Hawkeyes can do that. And then get back home for, I mean, you can't ease up. <laughs> no game's going to be easy. they got to keep going, but they've got games against Indiana and Nebraska. They're not top teams in the Big Ten. So the Hawkeyes can get on a big run here. And I'm expecting them to do so with this talented team that Fran McCaffrey has assembled. So 
Tune in on Sunday at 1.30 because I think we're in for a very entertaining game and a big win for the Hawkeyes. So have a great weekend, everyone, and go Hawks!